0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Surely he has borne our griefs, carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, everyone has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that is before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Behold the man, Jesus, our suffering servant, whom Isaiah foretold. Jesus, the Lamb of God, as John the Baptist proclaimed, who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus, true God and man, who takes on our flesh to be beaten and punished for us. The high priest came and questioned Jesus about his disciples and teaching, and Jesus said, "'I have spoken openly to you and to the world. "'I have always taught in the synagogues and in the temple "'where all Jews gather. "'I have said nothing in secret.'" Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I have said. They know. When he said these things, one of the officers standing by struck Jesus with his hand, saying, Is that how you answer the high priest? In hearing John's gospel, it's a little shocking. Hard to say which is more shocking, in fact, that one of the officers punches Jesus in the face. Or that Jesus, who is true God, true man takes the hit, lets himself be struck. But this is the kind of God we have, isn't it? The God who bears our human flesh for us and endures and is willing to endure everything that sinners throw at him, even a right hook and a fist of anger. The God who humbles himself even unto death for us. It's the kind of God we could never have imagined or created on our own. You see, that gets at the heart of what our problem is, because since Adam's rebellion in the garden, ever since we've been alienated from God, separated from God by sin, like Adam, we seek after our own desires. We look for our own good. We desire, really, when it comes down to it, to be our own God, as he did, too. Preferring the gods of our own imagination, because, honestly, they're less demanding. Instead of perfection, they ask only of our pleasures to be satisfied. Instead of the law's demands to be fulfilled, only that our desires are met. A Jesus of our own imagination is easier to follow than the God of Scriptures. He demands nothing for us he would simply be in that case a good teacher or a life coach or a perfect model ceo a nice guy but not an offense to our sinful nature in a perfect holy god who wants and desires us to be perfect as he is but there of course is the problem with our imaginary gods and our self turned inward on self desires they can't save us our own imaginary gods can't bear our sin much less be our substitute, or take on human flesh for us. You see, we don't need a God who tells us, it's okay, just try harder next time. We don't need a mulligan. We don't need a behavioral adjustment. For like Adam, we have sinned in thought and word and deed. Like Adam, we have fallen short of the glory of God. And like Adam, we die in sin if we are apart from Jesus. He is what we need the suffering servant that Isaiah promised, that would bear the iniquity of us all, that his body would be the wounds that we are healed. The Messiah, struck by the officers of the high priest, the one who was mocked and jeered at, beaten and bruised and bloody for us. That is the Savior we need, the Savior who came for us. That is why Jesus takes those officers' blows. Behold the man who is God himself, yet allows himself to be struck by sinners. Behold the God who is beaten for you, who bore our striking and smiting, the scourging and the hating, everything a sinful fallen world could throw at him, and he took it all for us. Behold the servant who suffered in our place, who bears our griefs, carried our sorrows." See, Jesus takes all of our mockery, all of our self-worship, our sinful desires and thoughts, words, and deeds onto his own body on the cross. Jesus bears that full brunt of sin as he suffers for us, is beaten and bloody and crucified for us. Jesus took on our flesh, cheekbones that could take a hit, lungs that could have the wind knocked out of him, skin that would bruise and bleed. Not only to be struck by the high priest, but so that, more than that, he could be struck by God the Father. So that he would be dealt the death blow of our sin in our place. To let sin and death and the devil defeat him on the cross. That in him you might win. That you might be given his redemption and rescue. That you might be raised victorious when he rises again too. He humbles himself that we might be exalted. He bears our grief and shame. And in exchange, He gives us His everlasting joy, His peace, His promise. Because now, His body that was once beaten and crucified, that was buried, and then on the third day rose again, and forty days later ascended, now comes and gives you His body and His blood in the supper, that you might receive everything He won for you on the cross, In Jesus' death and resurrection, you are buried and raised to new life in water and word in baptism. You become a new man, a new creation, who now, in Christ, reaches out to your neighbor with hands of mercy, for you love as Christ first loved you. Jesus is the innocent one who was declared guilty for us, that as we confess our sins before him, we, the guilty ones, are declared innocent not guilty, holy, perfect, righteous in him, forgiven. Jesus does all of this not because we deserve it, but in fact because we are the least deserving. By grace we are saved. But behold the man, Jesus, who is despised and rejected by men for you, Jesus who is stricken and smitten by God and afflicted for you, pierced for our transgressions, Crushed for our iniquities. And it is by his wounds that you are healed, now and forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.